All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade coming to you live from WYAB 1039 FM. Folks, it is the Monday before the election on tomorrow, Tuesday the 28th. We need everybody to go out to the polls and vote. Of course, you know I am supporting, endorsing, and commending to you the right Mike, Mike Cassidy. Speaking of Mike Cassidy, using the full weight of my local influence, I've secured the presence of one Mike Cassidy here on the lines with us. What do you say, Mike? Hey, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. What's going on? This is the final stretch, sir. Oh, yeah. it's uh, Man, it has been a journey. We, uh, we're up in Starkville right now, knocking on doors and had an event for lunch and it is uh, the response has been getting better just about every single day. Um, I am feeling I me mean, cautiously optimistic going into tomorrow. Uh, we are we're working hard. The volunteers are working hard, knocking on doors, passing out literature, making phone calls, talking to their friends and family. Uh, we had a lot of people talking in churches yesterday, and you know it is uh, we are feeling good despite all the attack ads and smears and lies it's uh you know the voters seem to they seem to understand that it's uh the truth about me and my platform and then the facts about uh my opponent and his record that's not all that conservative yeah and uh you know uh, I'm, I'm experiencing the same thing people are coming to realize that if michael guest had something to lean on to stand on to go out and exhort and promote as far as his records was concerned he would have been doing it he would have been doing it before we got to this runoff, and uh, he's finally uh, realized that, oh, my goodness, I'm in deep uh, cow residue here. We need to do something, and what they've done is just lied. Now, Mike Cassidy, we're talking with Mike Cassidy. He's uh, on the line with us. The election's tomorrow. He's asking for your vote. He's asking for your support. Pass on to your friends and neighbors. Mike, let's deal with a couple things that just seems to be perennial uh, issues on the part of Mike Guest bringing up, and this thing that you, as a politician, you voted for $33, $43 trillion worth of spending. Explain that. Uh, yeah, I have that connected with me and Bernie and AOC and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. I had never been in the room with any of those cats, and, uh, and I've never been uh, done anything in politics until two, three months ago. So, so you, that's what, you know, a couple people have asked me about that, and uh, why did you vote for this? I said, I ain't never voted for nothing before in my life. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he's never been in an elected office, folks. So uh, this, yeah. again, Michael Guest stretching the, uh, the truth for the sake of saving his rear end. But, hey, that's what politicians do. That's what they do. Now, uh, here's another thing. Uh, Mike Guest says that he did not vote for the January 6th commission. Now, I want to recall I want people to recall back during Obamacare. This is what Mike Guess has done. This is the sleight of hand he's engaged in. Back during Obamacare, there was a senator named Olympia Snow who was on the committee that was uh reviewing Obamacare and it had to be voted out of that committee in order for it to go to the full Senate for a vote. And uh Olympia Snow was one the lone Republican who joined with the Democrats to vote that vote to vote that uh, Obamacare out of the committee onto the entire Senate floor for a vote. Had she voted uh, no, Obamacare would have never gotten passed. All right, Michael Guest has done the same thing. He voted for the January sixth commission to be created, and then when they had subsequent votes about the makeup of the committee, that's when he uh, voted no on an aspect of it about how many 
uh, members will be made up of Republicans and Democrats. That's what he voted against, but he says that he didn't vote for the commission. No, he, he wouldn't even have the vote that he took that he said he voted against had he not voted for the commission initially. Yeah, he, the thing that guess he tries to hide, and the, the newest thing that he, he's tried to done is he's, uh, that Trump a couple days ago said something about, man, I wish there's, uh, I wish we actually had some Republicans, uh, on this January 6th committee. And guest, uh, and guest has said, well, that's just proof that Trump is coming around to my side. No. Trump's talking about Kevin McCarthy, the same cat who's putting half a million dollars of attack ads against me. That was McCarthy's decision to not put anybody on this January 6th committee. That was all Kevin McCarthy. And that, yes, when he voted for the January 6th commission, the father, the intellectual father of this uh, committee, um, that Donald Trump called Michael Guest weak and ineffective. And I think that was a pretty good judgment of, uh, of who uh, Congressman Guest had shown himself that day uh, when he voted for it. That January 6th commission bill, it said that the events of January 6th were a domestic terrorist attack. It said that nine times. And it didn't say that the specific violence of a handful, a tiny handful of people uh, that included, we think, but we don't know, some people working uh, undercover with the Department of Justice, um, that that everybody who was there, people that were waved into the Capitol peacefully by police, by Capitol Police, people that were just up there uh, to protest the election, domestic terrorists, according to Mr. Guest. And uh, and that is what we are so angry about. Uh, that's what we're so unhappy about. That's what President Trump uh, was so unhappy about. And so Mr. Guest tries, uh, he tries to say that commission would have been this uh, sunshine and unicorns uh, thing that everybody would have hold hands and sung kumbaya. And that's just not the case. It's just not the case at all. It was the intellectual father of the farce that we have here. It was written by Benny Thompson, uh, this bill that uh, the guests voted for, and for him to continue to this day to defend that commission just shows the utter lack of judgment in his, uh, uh, in his capacity as a congressman. You know, in addition to that, we played on this program on Friday several times an interview done with Stuart Rhodes, who was the uh, uh, one of the founders of Oath Keepers. Some say that he was a plant to the FBI, yada, yada, yada. But he's in jail right now. Stuart Rowe did an interview in which he points points out that on January 6th, 30 days from that date, Benny Thompson filed a lawsuit against President Trump, Giuliani, Oath Keepers, uh, the Proud Boys, and others alleging domestic terrorism, insurrection, sedition, yada, yada, yada. And then five months later, in order to substantiate the claims in the lawsuit, in other words, he uh, fired the shot, then went out there and moved the bullseye over the bullet hole to make sure that he, he'd had hit his target. Well, five months yeah. later, they took the vote for the January 6th commission. Now, what's interesting about that, and if you listen to that uh, uh, audio, the video of the uh, interview, Michael Guest turns out, and he did he's never bragged about this. He You would think he would since he's on a proud member of the subcommittee that uh, Department of Homeland Security has for domestic terrorism. He knew more. He knows more than what he's saying, and he helped set up these people are now being prosecuted by virtue of the fact that they had five months to go out there and set up this uh, uh, a railroad, this kangaroo court that's called the January Sixth Commission. Michael Guess he was in it in on it from the very beginning, starting on February sixteenth, twenty twenty one. So when he says that he had no part in it. Uh, 
let's just say that uh, he's stretching the truth. Yes, that's a, uh, that's a that's a good characterization of it. Yeah, and so, folks, this is why many of you out there ask, okay, well, who should I choose between uh, the mics? This is the right mic we're talking with, Mike Cassidy. In the case of uh, Michael Guest, in terms of how Kim Wade looks at this here, this threat to our democracy and the freedoms of individual Americans who happen to disagree with the official government line of what happened on 2020, November 3, uh, Michael Guest has basically set in motion the police state against those who would oppose what the government is saying. And the thing about it is he volunteered to do it. He wasn't coerced. He wasn't pressured. He walked up and said, hey, I'll screw him. I'll screw him. And that's what he did. Folks, we're talking with Mike Cassidy. Mike, uh, uh, we're going into the election tomorrow. What is it that you need the people to do? Well, the big thing, man, is what we need people to make a commitment to go vote. We got to have people make that commitment to go vote. It's easy to, you know, let it slide that it's just, hey, it's just another primary election. It's going to be a Republican that wins either way. But it's not that. There is a clear difference between my America First candidacy, that's about challenging the status quo and turning this nation around, and my opponent who voted for giving Planned Parenthood a billion dollars. He's voted for the January 6th commission. He is just part of the D.C. swamp. And when he went under a, uh, a, a challenge last June 7th, last election day, the swamp turns out hundreds of thousands of dollars in attack ads against me because he's one of them. And if you want the swamp to keep on being a swamp, well, guess it's your choice. If you think that, you know, we got to get we got to get rid of so many of the people that are inhabiting the swamp well it begins tomorrow by getting one of those swamp creatures out of office and getting me an america first fighter in there and folks uh, we're talking with mike cassidy he's on the ballot tomorrow june 28th all over the third district here's the thing folks many of you out there believe in and support term limits this is term limits we're sending a message to michael guest and not only to michael guest we're sending a message to michael uh, uh mike cassidy that if you don't do right by the people of the 3rd District, you will be bounced out of there. Mike, do you accept that? You broke up real quick, man. You broke, say I that said, one more time. I said that uh, those who support term limits, this is their opportunity to oh. invoke term limits by getting rid of Michael Guest. But the same thing yes, applies sir. to Michael Cassidy. If you don't do what is right by the people of the 3rd District, you'll be bounced out of there. That's right. It applies to us all. Absolutely. Folks, we're talking with Mike Cassidy. And again, you've heard so much about him being a wild-eyed liberal spender, carpetbagger, the whole nine yards. Mike, how did you end up in Mississippi? Well, I joined the Navy uh, a little bit after 9-11 out of college and flew jets, uh, including F-18s. Last duty station before coming to Mississippi was in Virginia. And then in 2016, the Navy, uh, they said they needed more instructor pilots in Meridian at the Naval Air Station there. And so they sent me to be an instructor pilot I did that active duty for about four years, got off active duty 18 months ago, uh, and then I decided to stick around Mississippi. I like my community. I like the uh, the job that I got, uh, and so I, I stayed here and, uh, and made Mississippi my uh, my home. And uh, uh, what is your view on America coming up? I mean, were you steeped in uh, uh, patriotism, or your, you know, the community you grew up in, or you just is this something for political purposes? Oh yeah, man. I mean, the the whole whole life uh, had very supportive parents for both me growing up Christian and then uh, with my military career. Uh, that the 
uh, this has been really it was the attacks in 9/11. So I mean, shoot, I was in high school then. Uh, that me always uh, so really since then have just had a burning desire to I mean get back at the people who attacked our country, uh, foreigners who attacked our country, Al Qaeda, uh, Osama bin Laden, to get back at them. But, you know, man, over the last few years, I've realized that it's not just the people uh, on the other side of the world that we got to worry about. It's the people right here in our own country that are tearing up the institutions of this great nation, that they're the people that we really got to take on. And the way we take them on is uh, it's via the political process. So that's why I got in the arena. Absolutely. Folks, we're talking with uh, Mike Cassidy, the right Mike. He's on the ballot tomorrow. Uh, I commend him to you. For Kim Wade, this is about our freedoms. If we uh, co-sign what Michael Guest has done, which is basically strengthening the deep state, the uh, the police state, if you will, our government has shown a willingness to go after Christian patriots and rednecks with uh, wild abandonment when it comes to taking our rights and ignoring the transgressions of those on the other side who are tearing this country down. And you uh, propose that you, when you go to D.C., you're going to join the Freedom Caucus to join with others who are trying to fight as hard as you're willing to fight. Absolutely. I'd love to join the Freedom Caucus because they, they're the people, they're the most conservative, uh, most conservative group uh, in the U.S. Congress, and they are uh, instrumental in making sure that the rhinos don't take over the Republican Party, keeping it from uh, the, the, the influence of the donors, keeping it from the influence of the Democrats, uh, that and making sure that they're tied into the conservative base of the Republican Party. So those are the people uh, that are doing the best fight up there in D.C. for the, the interests of the Republican Party and the future of America. And so I'd be honored to be uh, to be one of them working to uh, to help that fight. All right, folks, we're talking with the right Mike. Mike Cassidy's on the line with us. We're going to take a quick break. If you have any questions or comments, 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. America, you love your country, so it goes without saying that you also love your ride. And Auto Armor in Flowood wants to help you make that ride shine. Auto Armor in Flowood is Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Servicing any type of vehicle, including ATVs, boats, and more. Need just a quick detail or paint correction? Auto Armor can make it happen. But if you're set to hit the road in a blaze of glory while flying the old red, white, and blue, Auto Armor should be your first and last call to give your ride a full ceramic coating. Auto Armor is locally owned and operated by the loud and proud American patriot, Clay Edwards. Auto Armor also proudly backs the blue, all military and first responders. So don't forget to ask for your discount. Call 601-260-0858. 601-260-0858. Or stop in today, fellow Americans. Auto Armor is located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood. Online at AutoArmorMS.com. Auto Armor, unapologetically American. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. The man himself, the right Mike, is on the line. Mike Cassidy's here uh, on the line with us. And elections tomorrow, he's asking everybody to go out to the polls and support him. Mike, now what I had been suggesting also uh, was that the last person to go to the polls at 659 to vote, that if they would Make note, record uh, in some form or fashion what number they are in the poll books. So when it gets down to the uh, county courthouse at night, if there's 115 people voted, we're not expecting to see 130 
names on there. So I'm asking all the Cassidy supporters to, good. to consider that when they go down. And I'm also asking the people in High, I mean, excuse me, Madison and Rankin County to show up at the courthouse on election night to be there when they count the votes. Keep everybody honest. You know, just stand around and say, hey, we just want to watch the process. Yeah, you know, I wish that it was a, I wish that we had a standardized way of doing, uh, of doing this. And that's part of why, like, I've campaigned on election integrity and that the, I really think that we need to have a, uh, we're getting there in Mississippi. We're a lot better in Mississippi than we are in other states. But having voter ID, having paper ballots, having no drop boxes, cleaning up voter rolls, that's something that we need for, you know, any congressional election. And that even the counting of ballots, that that needs to be something that is done there in front of people. That it doesn't mean that you have somebody uh, that, like, anybody in the public can, can go and just and, and be uh, and rush the people counting the ballots, but they ought to be done in public, these paper ballots, uh, and easily, e- and then, like, put under lock and key, and then if there's any issues, it's easy to recount them. Uh, but that's something that I was kind of surprised at when I was working the uh, the polls on June 7th that they, in a lot of other precincts around Rankin and Madison and Lauderdale and a few other places, too, they counted them all up right there within, and we had results within five or ten minutes. Right. But at Brandon City Hall, they put them into a couple of boxes, and then they took them down to, uh, to another building uh, in Brandon to count them. And now, I mean, I'm not, a, by no means, by no means am I saying that anything funny happened, but it's just, it's bizarre that there is not a, that they couldn't count them up right there in front of everybody else, just like they had done at other precincts. And that that, you know, we shouldn't have, uh, it should be as transparent, the counting process needs to be as transparent as possible. Um, and I, I think that your idea of having people go in there at the last minute, don't get in too late. I mean, I'd rather have somebody there at 6.30 than at 7.01. Right. Um, but then just to have a general idea uh, of how many how many votes there are, because when I was working the polls last time, only maybe five or so people came in that last 20 minutes, that people did not wait to the very last minute. So uh, we, we get pretty good numbers there at 6.30 or so, I'd, I'd imagine. Right, and, and I'd encourage people, if you are the last person to vote at your precinct, look look behind you. Do you see anybody else behind you? Are there people out the door? And If they are out the door, when you go out the door, take your, your cell phone and say, oh, okay, there was a line afterwards there was 10 people there yada 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 in other words we're just trying to do some cross-referencing you know delbert hoseman would have you believe that the uh the integrity of the of the ballot but no wait a minute and you know, one other thing that i did suggest mr cassidy is that whoever's the last voter to, to write on their ballot i'm ballot yeah. I'm, I'm i'm voter number 117 i'm the last voter here's my initials here's my name and if that ballot get kicks out because the machine has a see a smudge on there or whatever then it still has to be counted. And if it's not there, then that's a problem in and of itself. My whole thing is, yeah. look, these people are not going to be honest on their own. Here in Hines County, for this just this uh, runoff election, they're going to be doing the same thing there in Hines County for the areas that uh, have District 3 in it. They're, they're not going to count the ballots at the courthouse. They're going to take them off to a secret place on State Street and count them under the cover of darkness. So... I mean, yeah. I mean, you just, we got to factor all this into it by just showing up to the polls and trying to overwhelm them. Do we have a caller? Okay, we got somebody wants. Uh, 
Call you on the air. Hey, Kim, how you doing? Hey, Steve. Mike? Hey, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Oh, oh, better than I deserve, sir, and I hope you're better than you <laughs> deserve as well. Yeah. Um, and I know you've probably been pretty busy on the campaign trail and everything, but have you taken note of all the attacks on our on our food infrastructure? Uh, I have seen a little bit here and there, and it looks it's. And I've heard some people that have been pr- pretty uh, suspicious about it, and but to be, but I haven't seen enough to to truly form a, an opinion. But it's definitely something that perked my ears up when I've uh, when I heard about it. Well, you know, uh, being a a fighter jet pilot, I'm sure you're aware that without a few seconds of air, you're probably going to die. And with a few days without water, you're probably going to die. And a couple weeks without food, you're probably mm-hmm. going to die. There have been no less than 100 instances of attacks on our on our food sources, uh, egg, egg manufacturers or egg plants. Uh, I think there have been a couple that planes have crashed into, uh, fires. It's just... And, and the reason I bring it up is I'm, I'm not expecting you to realize these things, but if you get to Washington, is that something you're willing to look into? Because Michael Guest is not. I guess you don't care if his constituents can eat. Uh, well, certainly. I think that part of the uh, America First agenda for domestic policy is making sure that we take care of America and Americans and that there's some things that aren't that get overlooked by current current uh brand of politics and that is that includes uh having me a domestic supply of energy domestic supply of uh all sorts of computer parts like semiconductor chips domestic supply of ammunition of the materials that we need for ammunition and for our war fighting machines uh and we also need to bring back a whole lot of jobs from uh from china from vietnam from mexico and the other thing we need a big domestic supply of is food, and we've got that. We've got a pretty good. Um, we're pretty good at our production of food, and so that's why I'm, we're probably able to absorb some of these. Um, uh, uh, I guess the the burnings of some uh, the plants, but we see with the infant food shortage that one plant got shut down for bacteria, and I'm not sure what the other big problems were but that a lot of our systems within this country are very fragile. They're built to be efficient, and efficiency has the problem of not being resilient and that we need to have some sort of uh, – and it's truly a national security issue because, like you said, if we if China is attacking our food supply, then our country is going to collapse, and they can win any war. It doesn't matter how well we're doing on the battlefield if we can't feed ourselves. So it is truly a national security issue to make sure that we – that Americans have the ability to securely, uh, securely eat. Absolutely, that would that would be correct. I, I like your answer, and I appreciate that. One more for you: um, Congress, at some point in the past, had uh, commissioned uh, a report on our electrical infrastructure. They claim that if our grid went down, no fewer than 10 million Americans would die behind it. They said that it would take $1.1 billion to shore up our electrical grid and harden it against uh, EMPs or solar flare even. Um, Whenever they had Zika, there was 27 cases in the United States, and they they 
they proved $980 billion, million against it, which is very close to that number for hardening our grid. 27 cases of Zika virus. Where did all that yep. money go? And why isn't it being spent to harden our electrical grid? These are some questions that I would like not for you to answer to me, but for you to ask if you arrive in Washington, which I'm very sure you will, sir. Well, we thank you, Steve. Well, go thank ahead. you. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, the... Uh, Thank you for the question and that cert and the and the sentiment and certainly there is one of the big parts of uh, that I want to do up in D.C. is look at all the fraud, waste, and abuse within the federal government and that I know that we we all know that it's there. Uh, my my area of expertise or more uh, detailed knowledge would be more with the Department of Defense, uh, but certainly that would be um, the. the there needs to be much more rigorous oversight of money that we are are spending. It's the taxpayer money. We see it in this $53 billion that just got sent to Ukraine by Mr. Guest and his cronies, and there wasn't any oversight on where on how that money was being spent. The, as Congress, they abdicate their duty. They can't just say, okay, here's the money. We have to know what happens to it. Once it's out the door, once it's out the Treasury, what happens to it? And that is uh, the lack of accountability that Congress has over the money that they disperse. Uh, they don't. They don't have. They don't keep accountability over it because we aren't keeping accountability over the congressmen and the senators for their lack of accountability. So that's one of the other big things that is important about Election Day is it is holding our representatives accountable, and it's showing not just Mr. Guest. It's showing. All the other ones, all the other ones that they haven't been doing their job for their constituents, their job as representative or senator, it's putting them on notice that they got to they got to start acting right, or else they're going to be next on the chopping block. Amen, folks. We're talking with the right Mike, Mike Cassidy. He's looking for your vote on tomorrow, June twenty eighth. Let me make sure you go to the polls and encourage others, Mike. All right, folks. We're back. It is I, who Radio Strongman, along with. The right Mike. Mike Cassidy's on the line with us. Mike, a question came in about where is all this money coming from that Michael Guest now has the shower? All, I mean, people are still getting mailers out right now. I think the post office is making two or three trips past people's houses. <laughs> uh, where's this money coming from? It looks like somebody really wants this guy back up there. I, I believe what it is is that they want to make sure that they reward snitches and, and, and turncoats, the bold Bergdahls, of the Republican Party so that others will be encouraged to cross the line and join with Democrats to do this destruction to our country. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, a bit of it is that guest he, well, you know, he wasn't that doing that good in the campaign uh, on June 7th, so he's got a lot of extra money still in his account that he left in the bank. Uh, so he's got some of that. Uh, also, the Kevin McCarthy, who's the head of the, uh, he's the minority leader in the House of Representatives. He's putting about half uh, a million dollars in uh, a pack that's connected with Cindy Hyde Smith. They've put in at least a hundred thousand dollars. Guest has raised uh, a few hundred thousand dollars uh, in the last few weeks, at least. If not, I mean, he's raised some serious money. I think in forty-eight hours, he raised about a hundred eighty thousand uh, dollars, and about three quarters of it is from these corporate packs. And I've said I ain't going to take any corporate pack money. Uh, because I don't want people to say, well, you're bought by Boeing, or you're bought by the Teamsters, or you're bought by Raytheon. And those are all things that people could say about my opponent, because those are all things, uh, organizations that have given him a lot of money. And 
that's uh, so those organizations. It's the uh, the corporate PACs, the the establishment GOP uh, that they are all uh, all in against me because they like the way things are. They like the status quo. And I think probably 80 to 90 percent of the Mississippi third Republican voter base does not like the status quo. They want to change. And uh, that's why we got that's why we had such a good result on June 7th. That's why we're going to do so well on June 28th. And that's why it's important, folks, uh, just like WYB, the little station that could, the one that helps deliver uh, more information about how to maintain our freedoms here in this country. We have someone. In this case, Mike Cassidy, who's offering himself up for service. Folks, I want you to think about this. We've just had in the last four or five days examples of individuals, and you've heard me say down through the years, those who have long-term listeners, that all the major changes throughout human history have occurred and taken place because of the action of one individual who just said, enough of this bozo crap, I'm going out here and breaking this up at the door. Mike Cassidy, the right Mike, is one of those individuals. We saw that with Roe versus Wade. Some group of people, the uh, pro-life people, uh, the attorneys for them decided, hey, we're going to try this. We're going to go go with this. And, folks, they were successful. The same thing with the Second Amendment case. It's all because somebody didn't uh, was not intimidated by the odds. And Mike Cassidy's not intimidated by the odds. Mike, we, we, we're pulling for you over here, buddy. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. It's, uh, yeah, it is a... Uh, so you're, you're talking about you know, one man standing up, but believe me, it is not just I'm the I'm the <laughs> one person on the ballot. Right. Um, but it is not just me. I would not be where I am. Um, we would not have made it to the runoff for sure if it hadn't been for uh, the staff working for me, uh, working their butts off. If it hadn't been for the volunteers uh, working their butts off uh, for no uh, no compensation, no uh, no glory, uh, but just out of a uh, a love for uh, our country, for a love for Mississippi, a love for uh, ch- their children and grandchildren and, and sometimes great-grandchildren, uh, and wanting a better future uh, for theirs uh, and, their, and their, uh, their children's families. And that this is something that uh, we, it's truly, it's based out of a, a fear that we are, we fear for the future of our nation and that we're not going to, Man, we are done with it. We are absolutely done with the status quo, and that is what has motivated so many people. So this idea, it's an optimism. So it's based out of fear, but there's still an optimism, an optimism that we still have enough good people out there that are willing to make change and fight for change, that we're getting them out, we're getting them uh, volunteering, we're getting them to the polls, we're getting them part of this campaign. And I don't think it's going to stop here, Kim. I think it's going to keep on. If we we make through to elect uh, uh, to victory tomorrow on election day, we're going to be spreading this not just throughout the state but throughout the country. They are going to see. We are going to make the rest of the people in this country see what we have done here in the Mississippi Third District, and it's going to inspire like-minded people across the nation. That's what I think. Uh, Mike, we have a caller. We have Dale on the line. Dale, you're on the air. Yes, Mr. Cassidy, I've got a question or kind of a double question for you. Uh, Number one, why did you choose Mississippi to run in rather than Florida or Maryland where you'd have better name recognition and actually more time spent there? And secondly, on this $48 trillion spending package that was scrubbed from from your website, um, what exactly 
what, why did you have that on your website to begin with? I know it says it was there at the beginning of your campaign, and but it was there during your campaign, and somebody called your attention to it, and it was taken down. Why was that a part of your agenda at all? Okay, thank you, uh, Dale. Okay, so the first question, the first question uh, I got no name recognition in Maryland because I was just born there. Uh, then it, uh, nobody knew me other than just as a little kid, uh, and... Then in Florida, I've lived in Florida for maybe from November of 2009 until uh, July of 2010. So I spent maybe nine months of my life uh, in Florida. I've spent about seven years of my life in Mississippi. And I would say look at the results of um, look at the results from June 7th. The person who had the, the best county that anybody had was me was my campaign and we got about 66 67 percent of the vote in lauderdale county and i've been here six years seven years total but six consecutive years and mr guest who's been in rankin county for a lot longer and has been in the political uh, arena for a whole lot longer three decades he only got about 55 percent of his county and i got 66 percent of my county uh so uh, I chose Mississippi because I've been in the military for my whole adult life, and they stationed me here. This is where I got off active duty, and then when I got off active duty 18 months ago, I liked my community, I liked the job that I had, I liked the state, and I stuck around. And then this just happened to be, I just ran for office here because this is where I was. Uh, as to So that's the first uh, uh, question uh, that I'll answer. The second one, uh, you've got a little bit, a uh, little bit off. So the... I'll freely admit that as a brand-new political candidate, uh, I, I made a mistake, and that mistake is that I, uh, as I'm coming up with ideas for a platform and I'm sharing them with friends and family to give me feedback on, uh, I, put that on I put that on the Internet on my website instead of sending it via a Word document or something like that. And this was before the campaign that I had – uh, with my military experience with health care, I thought, you know, I can buy a government plan. I can buy TRICARE when I get gotten to the reserves. Well, maybe uh, maybe other people could do the same thing. Uh, and so that was on a rough draft. Um, and then within a week or two, I said, you know what? Uh, that is uh, That ain't going to work, boss. That ain't going to work. It's going to be too expensive. Uh, there are too many inefficiencies, et cetera. So that is all something that was taken down by me. Uh, a week uh, or two after I put it on, and well before I began campaigning. And it has been the most egregious. Well, one, there, <laughs> guess it's had a whole bunch of lies, but that has been perhaps the biggest, uh, at least in dollar amount, of, uh, of lies against my campaign, that they've associated me with Bernie Sanders, et cetera. Uh, and that's just false. It's well, just now, absolutely false. Well, now, Mike, this is, what, this is what I would say. Uh, the fact that you change your position or took it down or whatever they wanted someone want to receive that at least you had the courage to do it here we have michael guest voting for the january 6th commission in which people's lives are hanging in the balance you got people facing life imprisonment for this kangaroo court that benny thompson's conducting and michael guest won't even say hey man maybe i was wrong michael guest has more information on domestic terrorism and what is and who is not involved in it then he's letting on, but he's allowing these people to be railroaded. That's why that uh, interview by Mr. Uh, Stuart Rhodes is so 
poignant when he points out the fact that their whole goal is to get Donald Trump. They're going to go after as many of his supporters as possible, but they want Trump. Michael Guest is an anti, he's a never Trumper. Yep, yep. And it's fun. It's very ironic because he's been posting some photos on Facebook uh, the last couple <clears> of days <throat> with him and his family with, uh, with President Trump from, that are taken back from like three years ago and trying to make it out that he's, uh, that Trump is uh, is a fan of Michael Guest when the last thing that Trump said of Guest is that he was weak and ineffective for that January 6th vote. We have a caller on the line. Sylvia? All right. You're on the air. Hi, this is Sylvia. I just wanted to let you know this. I was listening to the show and listening to you, um, Mr. Cassidy, and I am voting for you. I have received well, a phone you. call from one of your volunteers asking me, who I was voting for tomorrow, and I said, Michael Cassidy, he's on the radio station right now on the Kim Wade show. I'm listening to him. So she said, oh, thank you very much, and told me who was the, was sponsoring the call and all, but I think that was really awesome that your team is out there truly working hard for you. Oh, yeah, we've got a lot of people. we got a lot of people working, and that, you know, and that includes you, Sylvia, that, like, you are part of that team that's going to get us over the top on Tuesday. So thank you very much for your support. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Sylvia. Appreciate it. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, the final segment with candidate, third district candidate, Mike, the right Mike Cassidy. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. The final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Wade Show. We got the right Mike on the line, Mike Cassidy. He's running hard. Folks, we've had all these examples over the last couple of days with the abortion, with the gun rights, with the uh, prayer, being able to pray um, uh, without being fired. It's all because one individual decided, we're going to fight this. Oh, you can't win. The Supreme Court is not going to go with you. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And they won. This is the same thing here. Yes, Mike Guess has all that money behind him because they want to make sure that a snitch and a rat is rewarded there in Washington, D.C. Anybody who turns their back on their constituents, they're going to reward them. And that's what you're seeing here. But we are the people. Yes, City Hall and Rankin County and Madison County can get behind Michael Guest, but there are only so many votes. You and I are the voters. Let's go to the polls and let's uh, elect this man and encourage our friends and family to do the same. Mike, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to eat up all your time, brother. How much time I got left? <laughs> you, you got about four minutes. Okay, sounds good. So, yeah, it's been a, uh, it has been a long campaign, especially the last three weeks. They've been, uh, they have been uh, hard, uh, but it's been good work. We have continued to get out to the district and uh, go around doing town hall meetings. Uh, we, most of the ones we had last week, Monday through Thursday, we had between 60 and 100 people at these meetings. Mm. Uh, and these are being done, some of them outside in the heat. Uh, and humidity of the Mississippi uh, late afternoon summer, and but people are coming out, and it's because they are so motivated to get change in Washington D.C. And that's what we can get if, but only if, we show up to the polls tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So all y'all know, all y'all got friends, got family that you can talk to, got neighbors that even it's if it's as simple as just going and knocking on your your neighbor next door's uh, next door their door and saying hey are you going out to vote tomorrow and if not then you should vote for Mike Cassidy that we have a true chance we've got a campaign that's America first that is anti-establishment that is pro Mississippi pro American 
pro-American uh, worker and pro the future of this nation, that we cannot continue going down the current path that we're on. We've got to make a huge course correction. We've got to turn the, the ship of state around. And we know that's not going to happen if we keep on electing the same types of people like Mr. Guest into office. We have to have massive change, and that's what I'm offering, a chance for real election integrity, to have uh, get the leftism, the wokeism out of schools, out of our military, to have energy independence, and as somebody who's going to fight the establishment, that is the offer that I give to you. That is my promise to you, that I will be a fighter for the Mississippi Third. I'll be a fighter for our country. And that is what we can get, but only if we go to the polls tomorrow on Tuesday. So thank you for your time, and I appreciate everybody's support. All the best, Mike. Folks, we've been talking with the right Mike, Mike Cassidy, a true American patriot. Folks, we can make this happen. We've seen God work through uh, on the abortion gun control, and prayer. This is another prayer that we can have answered if we just do our part. The blessings of God require some assembly, and part of that is on going to the polls on tomorrow. Thanks, Mike. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Thanks. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday, the day before election. Uh, we just heard from the right Mike, Mike Cassidy. We'll be encouraging you on tomorrow also to make it to the polls, folks. And if you're the last one to vote in your precinct, Please note your number on in the uh, login book and also on your ballot. Just put in there, uh, I'm the last voter. Put the time you're voting, and uh, that way we'll have a record because if it kicks out of the machine, we're going to have a hard copy of it. And it's supposed to be a uh, a, a mere copy in the machine somewhere, and uh, but just a, an attempt to keep these people honest. Not that they're not, but trust but verify. All right, folks, it's going to be an open forum. We've got a lot to talk about here today. First of all, we didn't get proper uh, uh, due to the Supreme Court decision regarding Roe versus Wade. And uh, uh, we're looking to get a call from uh, uh, Pastor Matt Friedman. Uh, the Friedman family uh, has been involved with the pro-life movement, as with so many others, down through the years. I mean, they've been unwavering. And uh, those of you know, those of you know Pastor Friedman, uh, Matt, as I call him, that's my friend. We've been knowing each other for years, going on 30 years, it looks like. Uh, <clears throat> here's the deal. There are a lot of people who put it all on the line when it wasn't popular. Matt and his family was one of them. But, folks, we would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge the role that Roy McMillan played in all this, the late Roy McMillan. Those of you who remember Roy, Roy would be the only one down there walking with his sign. Day in and day out. He didn't care what people thought. And many people thought, hey, this guy's nuts. Oh, I wouldn't do that. But, folks, this is what I'm saying about the possibility of an upset tomorrow. If we go to the polls with that same fervor, that same determination, that same sense of our position is correct. Not that we're correct, but what we believe in is correct. So when we go to the polls tomorrow to vote for Mike Cassidy, we're not trying to say Mike guess. You're the scum of the earth. We're saying that we want change and we want it now. We're tired of being patronized. We're tired of being lied to. We've been more than gracious to the guest and his family by honoring him with our votes down through the years as DA, etc. But there is a line you cannot cross, and that is the selling out, the giving away of our freedoms, the convoiting with people who hate America, such as the racist black nationalist Benny Thompson. This behavior is unacceptable. When you have men and women languishing in jails because of this railroading in kangaroo court of the January 6th commission that you helped set up, 
you put in motion the January 6th commission that is railroading people, using doctored evidence, withholding evidence. They're withholding 14,000 hours of government videotape of the cameras that monitor the U.S. Congress, the Capitol, and the Capitol complex. They refuse to allow the defendants to have it to defend themselves. And these people are doing jail time. And all this suggests to me is that maybe as a prosecutor, Michael Guest was a little sketchy. I hate to think that, but what else can we conclude when he is chairman of the Domestic uh, Homeland Security Domestic Terrorism Committee? He knows what he wants to know, and we now know that he is behind those and behind and with those who want to railroad President Trump into criminal charges so that he can't run again. And yet they talk about the constitutional process being sacrosanct, that it cannot be violated, and yet they're violating the constitutional rights of all these Americans by holding them in indefinitely on misdemeanor charges or worse. So at what point do you and I, the American people, say, uh-uh, well, that's not me sitting in that jail cell. It could be me. And though I may like Michael Guest, the question that I would ask to you who are Guest supporters, and there's nothing wrong with support. Look, look, I applaud loyalty. I applaud people being faithful to their friends. But what kind of friendship do you have with someone that you can't ask them to do right? You want to say, oh, I know Michael Guest. Yeah, he came to my bar mitzvah. He did all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. I can appreciate all that. But why can't you say, Mike? Man, you need to go check on those people. Because at the end of the day, folks, we're all selfish. You, I, and all the rest of us. But there is a time when, folks, the spotlight of freedom shines on us. And you got to say, hey, I stand for what is right. Now, they set up this kangaroo commission with one of the most racist members of Congress. It's not even in dispute. He's proud of the fact that he don't like white people or white people who don't paper him up, make his pockets go swole. Or like Thomas, the little, little white girl, you know what I'm saying? But here's the thing. What about you? What about your personal standard? People have called me and said, Kim, who should I vote for between the two of them? You know, my question is, what do you believe? I mean, I can understand you not knowing the people's record, but what do you believe? Because it's not about us being right. We Cassidy supporters It's about us getting it right. Because our country's future is on the line. Our freedoms are on the line. We see our Justice Department. And matter of fact, there's an article by the FBI, an F former 40 year FBI agent. Who talks about all this here? And he's this guy. After spending 40 years in the FBI, I'm talking about in some serious, sensitive positions. He says, our country's in danger from the FBI. And yet we're going to sit up here and reelect a congressman who's putting us all under the hammer of an unjust justice department, a corrupt FBI and an equally corrupt Department of Homeland Security. And you think it's just another vote. It's not another vote. This is the vote that the people of Venezuela took 25 years ago that ended up with them losing their country, them eating out a garbage can, and them fleeing to the country of Colombia and others, other places. All because they made the right 
they made the wrong choice at the right time when progressive socialists were trying to take over the country and they were selling blue sky. Michael Guest said he just wanted the Constitution to be followed when it comes to the peaceful trans- transfer of power. Well, that Constitution also talked about the right to petition our government. And then, even if these people who are arrested had transgressed the law, does that mean that they get to be dogged out? Well, we got to get Narcan to any crackhead or dopehead who falls out on the sidewalk, make sure that they don't die. If anybody who's sitting in jail and they don't have money for bond, we got to let them out because they're indigent and poor. Or if they uh, incur a medical condition while they're in jail, we got to uh, see to every bill that they have. And yet these people who are Trump supporters, lovers of America, are being put upon, rights are being violated, and Michael Guest is nowhere to be found. But he would jump through fiery hoops if he was still the DA and the Justice Department was breathing down his, his neck here in Madison County to make sure that prisoners were taken care of. Why all this sudden turn of humanity on the part of Michael Guest? Because he went from being worth $750,000 three years ago to $8 million today. Let's go to Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Yeah, you're absolutely right in your opening monologue. Again, treat it, they, it's okay to treat the uh, so-called January 6th people like uh, uh, terrorists mm-hmm. or, or uh, less than human beings, less than, less than American citizens. Mm-hmm. No due process. Again, no, we keep saying no due process, folks, because they haven't been given due process. Mm-hmm. They haven't been. Uh, they haven't even been charged with anything. Most of them, and they certainly haven't had the chance to uh, confront their accusers. But, but we, this is allowed to, in the United States of America. Just lock someone up, hunt them down, lock them up, and in many cases, some of the people they locked up didn't even go into the Capitol. Right. Uh, and, and not only that, they didn't go in, but they can't get the videotape to show that because they're withholding the evidence that would exculpatory uh, uh, evidence. This is what the former prosecutor who wants the Constitution to be followed is supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. These people are just, their depth of evil is be, is just, in this case, the Supreme Court decision, Roe versus Wade being overturned. You've been seeing these, you've been seeing these, almost the demonic activity in these people <laughs> that has been on display ever since they did this. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way they dress, the way they act, the way they scream, it's just unreal, these, uh, the, uh, these leftists right now. And for Christians to continue to think that they want to side with the Democrat Party and these leftists, it just becomes more and more mind-boggling every day. Like that so-called what pro-life pastor in Georgia, one for a senator, in, uh, senator in Georgia, right? Puts out a tweet saying that he supports this. Really, man? Uh, you wouldn't be a pastor of my church. That's right. That's right, folks. Uh, again, what we're looking at here, our, our our liberties are under attack. And what you have are the two parties, Democrats and Republicans, joining together to make sure that anyone who comes to Washington, D.C. to protest their corruption will go to jail and be jailed. Michael Guest is in agreement with that. That's not what the Constitution said uh, would happen to Americans who petitioned their government. And yet 
People can burn down cities. They can do everything else. And Michael Guest is nonplus. And I'm saying this is not acceptable to me. I just got a note here from someone who says that uh, Michael Guest's campaign manager uh, is a uh, transplant to Greenwood, Mississippi. And I'm saying, okay, so we're supposed to overlook Michael Guest's vote for January 6th commission because his campaign manager wasn't born in Mississippi? Is it? Is this is what, again, if that is your reason for voting against Michael Cassidy, I understand it. God bless you. But what you're going to see down the road that this treachery that Michael Guest has visited upon us through this January 6th commission is not going to be the end. We're empowering people who hate us with police powers and they're jailing people right before our eyes illegally. Yeah, yeah who would you rather have running uh, uh, as your representative? Is somebody you call a carpetbagger? Who has who has your beliefs, mm-hmm. or somebody who's been born and bred there, lived all their life, but yeah. tell you all done the, the first chance a billionaire flash a hundred dollar bill in their face? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll take the I'll take the latter. The the the, the, the other guy, carpet bag all you want to. I don't care as long as you uh, love the United States, represent the United States, and is America first. Hey, Amen. That's what we don't have to get now. Not way too many Republicans too, but certainly out of all the Democrats. And going back to the Roe versus Wade, Wade real quick, uh-huh. there's one good thing that did come out of this, Kim, uh, this, with the way the left has been acting and all the rhetoric they were spewing. At least they, we, we got our women back again. <laughs> I was kind of missing women not existing anymore. Yeah. You know, you know, because women are kind of useful. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad the, the left has finally decided there is such a thing as a woman again because they keep telling us men that we shouldn't, that we shouldn't uh, uh, say have a say and whether or not they kill our children. Right. So that's, that's, that's good. The left, the left is, the women are back again. Thank you very much. And what's really shocking me, Kim, is this, it used to be the left didn't want to get people to focus on that these were children. They would say just keep it on women's, women's choice and all that other rhetoric, everything to keep people from realizing it's a baby. Now they're starting to say baby and child. Joe Biden said it way more than once, that, uh, that, uh, talking about children. And they're saying that people on the right want to force women to have children. So you're admitting you're killing a child? Then they don't mind admitting that anymore, Cam. They're open with it now. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing. We're at a time in our society where people are upset because they can't kill babies. And nobody, okay, you don't see what's wrong with that thought process? This is how, how what do they call it, uh, where your consciousness has been seared? This is what we're looking at. This is why it's important for those who understand why it's wrong. Stand firm and don't bow down to this foolishness. We're not going to let you kill these babies. To the extent we can stop you, you're going to be stopped. Brother, look, we're, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. No, right, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Oh, and I wanted to lay on, on CNN. She posts a view. She's a host on the view. She spotted off that, yeah, I have family members who uh, have Down syndrome children. And I got a stepson who's autistic, uh, and a step-grandson who's autistic. I know how hard it is to raise these kids. Mm-hmm. Well, and so you're insinuating that your family members and your your granddaughter should have killed, or mm-hmm. should, a stepdaughter should have killed her grandson, and they should have killed their kids? That's what you're insinuating? Well, but, but, Mike, I mean, uh, 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 Rob, they don't understand how far off the mark they are. They don't realize that they're insane. This is why those who are not insane, you have to hold the line. That's why we're going to the polls and vote for Cassie tomorrow. Bob, we appreciate you, buddy. All right, man. All right, man. All right, folks, we're back. And it is 
Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again. I want to read this from this FBI、uh, guy. Listen to here.、Uh, oh, let's see. Where can I find it at here? Just had it up. Do, 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 do. Here. Yeah, here it is. This gentleman here is、uh, Mr. S.R. Perricone, 40 years in the FBI. And he wrote this little short post here on LinkedIn. Many years ago, when I was an FBI agent, I, believe in, I believed in the majesty of the law and the freedoms it bestowed upon the American people. The Bureau taught us that the Constitution was a secular God, while never abandoning the real God, for without the latter, none of the freedoms would exist. The Bureau in our country has changed. The corrupt FBI, I'm adding that in there now. Over the years, however, the rule of law has been eroded by the wicked will of corrupt men like Benny Thompson. And Michael Guest in business and in politics. I'm adding that on because, again, I'm the host, I can do that. And the common man, the spinal column of America, has been stomped on by those who seek only temporal power and wealth, rendering most Americans to survive on the, on the crumbs of the rich. Folks, this is what that J6 Commission setup is all about. They're trampling on us, the American people. Our government and institutions have forsaken our founding principles as souvenirs of the 18th century, and most of our officials deem the law to be what they deem it to be at any given moment. Any moment to satisfy their needs, and the more we have become unmoored and drift away from the American principle and from God, the more storms we will encounter in the home, in the workplace, and in the streets. We are in a crisis now. This is an FBI agent, 40 years. We're in a crisis now, and some people are preoccupied with issues which affect few. Like, he said he was for $43 trillion worth of spending, and they just spent $33 trillion under Michael Guest's watch. But you say you're concerned about it, but you want to return Michael Guest. We are in crisis now, and some people are preoccupied with issues which affect few, but threaten our entire society. That's what the J6 Commission means. It, it threatens our freedom. If you're going to give a government authority to go out and prosecute you, withhold evidence, and throw you in jail for life, leaving your family in poverty, while they ignore the very Constitution that they say they're trying to protect, Hoss, you're not paying attention. To hell with the Supreme Court, one official cries. While not understanding the oath that she took, talking about Maxine Water, to uphold the very instrument and principles was the one which gave her her job. If we are to ignore the vehicle which allows the employment of the Congress people, like Thompson and Guest, we should ignore her as well. We should ignore the, the Supreme Court. We should just ignore government. We should ignore the law. But America wasn't founded by cowards. When at the time, like now, When we're surrounded by cowards who only want to bleed this great country for their own personal and selfish needs and catch the rubble of, our, of their consumption in the gutter for others to pick through for their own survival. This FBI agent says, I'm getting older now, but I see things much clearer now as my sun sets. We can lose our nation very easily, folks, if we pursue a path divorced of the American principles, inked in the blood of men who fought and died for the freedoms. We now deem trite and inconvenient. Frysome, I don't know what this means. Frysome and impulse unchecked will lead to a dystopian frontier, which 
any foreign government can rip asunder without challenge. In other words, this weakening of America from within by these corrupt politicians and bureaucrats. Now, not tomorrow, our nation needs the leadership born of an American breed and cold to reunite our nation, reunite our nation under a singular course designed by the hand of God and not the caprice of men. Folks, this is our last chance. Will you allow America to die in your lifetime? Are you willing to die without it? And for what reason? What principles are you willing to stop your selfish lives and fight for? It's time for you to examine your life and those who came before us and those who might come after us. Folks, that's what we're talking about, the vote tomorrow. Let's go to Jack. Hello, Jack. You're on the air. Kim. Yes, sir. First of all, it's God first, America next. Will you go along with that? Okay, go ahead. We got you. Okay, this vote tomorrow is so important. It's like the vote that will be heard around the country, if not the world. Please go vote for Mike Cassidy. Absolutely. It, it is so important. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. We're, we agree. Let's go to Dixon. Yes, sir. Hey, Mr. Wade. How you doing? Hey, man. I'm just listening to you lamenting about the, the commission withholding evidence and treating people unfairly. Mr. Wade, that's standard operating procedure mm-hmm. from the average district attorney's playbook. Yeah. That's the way they operate. Michael Guest is just holding true to form. Mm. And I I hate to say it, but, you know, one reason they are able to get away with it because they know the only solution to it. And I can't say over the air what their solution is, but I think we all know if we have a teaspoonful of sense. Right, right. So I wish Mr. Cassidy luck. I heard him today. He, he deports himself well. And I just hope the majority of the voters of, of the district have enough sense to see through the mess. Like you said, where's all this money coming from? Why are these people so concerned about protecting Michael Guest? Who has he pledged allegiance to other than the voters of his district? Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Those, those are legitimate questions. And I tell you, folks, uh, a re-election of Michael Guest, we haven't seen the 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 backstabbing that we're going to get from that guy. I mean, we're talking John McCain portions, proportions of uh, just <coughs> lack of character. And uh, but again, everybody's got to make their choice. I, I I feel very strongly that J Six Commission, folks. It, it just bothers me that he could sit back and watch these people be railroaded and be cool with it. But you know, Mister Wade, I hate to say this, and I get I let you get on with your show. But remember, that was a guy named Greg Harper who basically did the same thing when he was in that office. True. What is it about that that position that corrupts people? Is it the position itself? Or is it Washington? Is it the K Street lobbyist or what? Why is it that they can pick the individuals who they know will go along with their crap? Mm. Raise some good point. Raise some good questions. Thanks, Dixon. Always hey, good to hear man. from you, man. Our number is 601-879-0002. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. We're back. And it is 
Monday, the day before election, we want to encourage you folks to go to the polls on tomorrow. Uh, our future's on the line. Okay, we have uh, David and Derek. Before we get to David and Derek, I want to remind you folks, our good friends, the AC doctor stands at the ready. Folks, it's been hot. Your system's not working well. Now's a good time to call him. 601-706-4551. 706-4551. That's the ACDR doctor. That's the ACDR.com on the web presence. And anything dealing with geothermal, he's your huckleberry. He's the Central Mississippi's folks, the foremost authority on geothermal. He knows how to troubleshoot. You know, actually, the AC doctor troubleshooting is their strong suit. That's what they're known for, figuring out what's going on, what's really going on, why your system is not performing optimally. Give them a call, 601-706-4551. Let's go to David. What do you say, Dave? Let's go to David. Tim. Hey, how you doing? Hey, man. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for all the years I've been listening to you, being so in, giving so much informative information to your listeners. And uh, I have to say that, you know, I go back to the time and research what people say on the radio, and as far as I know, you've been 100% true on, on what you talk about on the radio. And that goes along with this morning. I, I called you this morning, texted you this morning. Right. Um I talked to Michael Guest on the side of the road this morning, and he you know, told me, I did not vote for the January 6th thing, so you gave me some information. I've done my own research, and uh, I've got his voting records right here in front of me. I wish I had it this morning. Mm-hmm. I also have a printout from the New York Times. Now, last time I re- looked, the New York Times was not a conservative newspaper. Right. Very much liberal. And they report here that Michael Guest voted to create a January 6th commission. Absolutely. And I looked at other places today, his voting records. Of course, he'll say, he vote on one time, he'll say nay. There's some kind of LGBTQTI, whatever all the letters are now. I get confused. <laughs> Bill, he voted nay for the first time, and he, he talks about that. But he voted yes the second time. Right. Same with Planned Parenthood. He says, I voted against it. But then he voted for it. He's playing a game. That's what he's doing. He's playing a game. Yes, he is. Yes, yes. He said, he told me this morning, (laughs) my opponent is lying about the, well, I knew the information about him voting for the January 6th commission before Mike Cassidy. I ever knew about Mike Cassidy. Right. So his advertisements, his ads, his people, out of his own mouth, he is lying about what he voted for. That's right. And, Dave, and Didn't he say at the prayer breakfast that he stood by his vote? Yes, he's, uh, exactly what he said. And, folks, here's the thing. This is a pattern of him. A lot of times in Congress, they're going to have several votes on the main. But the thing is, your vote on create allowing that bill to go forward is the vote. When you say, okay, we're going to keep this thing alive and yada, 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 and then he'll get down where, okay, they don't need his vote for final passage, then he'll vote against it. This is a tactic, but this is also an indication this guy doesn't have any character. He, and like in the case of uh, Mike Cassidy, when he got the numbers wrong on health care uh, spending, he changed. He said, okay, no, this is not going to work. Michael Guess won't change even when he's doing it wrong, even when he's, when, when he's ruining lives of these J6 protesters. He don't give a damn. He cares about Michael no. Guest. Brother, he doesn't care. Brother, man, I appreciate you doing that research, man. God bless you, man. You be strong, man. Be strong. Great. Keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. Radio Strongman. Let's go to, okay, he's not. 
folks, the guy, but now here's the thing. I know some of you are still torn about what to do. Folks, the vote that you're taking is about your freedoms. So you think it's about whether or not you, you need to show support for Michael Guest. No, Michael Guest needs to show support for our freedoms. If you're not grasping that, like I said before, I just, I just text one person back and say, I tell you what, I want you to go ahead on and vote for Guest. If, that's what you, if you're still torn, I understand that. Vote for Guest. But I want to be able to use your name going forward when Michael Guest continues to sell us out in Romney-McCain fashion and the sellout votes that he makes are a total erosion of our freedoms and our liberty. We're not getting this stuff back. This is a uniparty. You saw that, and you see that they're willing to join with Democrats against us. And all that we're asking, dude, man, don't, don't destroy our country. Don't destroy my ability to come to my uh, seat of government and petition. Hey, man, we don't like your policies. Michael is joining with, Michael Guest is joining with those individuals who are allowing the police to point a gun at you and say, you can't say that anymore. You can't say that about me anymore. Folks, that's not America. I can't emphasize enough, folks. This is going to be the last hurrah for our freedoms. This is a a, a Venezuela-type vote. We're voting for whether or not we're going to allow our government to have total control, whether it be gun control, whether it be control over our, our messages, what we can say, where we can say it. Michael Guest was working with Benny Thompson for five months to set up the January 6th commission. The guy's foul, man. I hate to tell you this. On our freedoms, he's foul. Great guy, though, he may be. But he damn sure voted to empower Benny. A black racist. A black nationalist. All of a sudden, they buddy-buddy. But the people of the 3rd District, well, I don't know about those folks. But I know Benny Thompson. There's a picture of him and Benny Thompson on the floor of the Senate uh, along with Steve Palazzo. Folks, let's go to who was that? Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Hey, Kim. This is uh, Jason and Richmond. Hey, man. Uh, let's see. Over the last two weeks, I've called in to you several times, over Mike Cassidy. Right. Uh, over the last two weeks, I've gotten about five more people. That, that that were unaware or, well, you know, I don't vote in, you know, the primaries and these, you know, I just vote for president, this, that, and the other. we got to get this guy across the line. It's going to be like a, us, us, us working on this. It is imperative that people talk uh, to the front. You know, I, I've, I've had friends, associates, uh, family members. Everybody now is on board. Mm-hmm. We're going full bore. I've still I've found five more people. I've been doing my due diligence. Hey, you know, I'm one guy, but all of us, we still got 25 plus hours before the polls close tomorrow evening. That's right. We can do it if we just get out of there and we get after it. Hey, so uh, that, that's what we need to do. Like you have been saying from the beginning, this is the right mic. This is the guy we need to represent us. So, you know, I met the man at your pie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, I, I'm all in, but but we can do more. And Amen, it's bro. Up to us. So that's really all I got to say. And, and think- uh, I can tell you this: with the and I looked at my mailbox this evening, and of course I got one of those <laughs> just a blatant piece of lie sitting in there. All these flyers they stuck out in people's uh, box today. But I can tell you this: if, it, if this stuff ends up going through like the way Dad Cochran got in that last vote, right, right. Uh, it, it may turn against them because people may just say, well, you know what? If the Republicans are going to act just like the Democrats, then why the heck don't I just go vote Democrat? Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's anyway, gonna... That's all I got to say, and I hate to say it because I've never done it. 
Yeah. But anyway. Hey, Jason, appreciate you, man. Thank you for all that you do. Folks, again, it's just like with abortion and the gun control. Folks, if we would just stand. You know, sometimes victory isn't assured. Sometimes you just can't see your way. But you're doing what's right. What we believe in is right. Our cause is right. If you listen, those of you heard the Mike Cassidy interview in the 4 o'clock hour. Oh, crap. We all... Now, here's the deal. Actually, I forgot my train of thought. <laughs> yeah, I was talking. But at the, oh, yeah, re- regarding the uh, uh, the certainty of, uh, uh, of the outcomes. Folks, that's what faith is about. We do our part. The assemblies and the blessings of God require assembly sometimes. Just go to the polls. Do your part. Now, again, to me, this is about our freedoms. This man voted to take our freedoms. He voted to have men and women railroaded. And if he was, just like in the case of Mike Cassidy, at least he was willing to change once he realized the numbers don't work. Michael Guest is watching these people being railroaded, and he's, dude, this could be you and I. He doesn't care. Who do we have? Hey, Lacey. How you doing, babe? Hey. All right, Lacey. Hey, I was just calling to say, you know where you get that money from? Let me get it from Benny. Benny and his crew. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ben. Oh, yes, is getting his money from Benny and his crew. He's getting it from the unions that Benny's also directing towards him. So, uh, yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lacey. Okay, we got Derek on the line. <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, this is a proud moment in history. Mississippi should take a bow because that the state which is last became first. We told the um, the, the purple-haired baristas, as uh, Clay likes to say, that my body, my choice can't always be your argument. Here in Mississippi did that. We should be able to be, we should be proud. And tomorrow mm-hmm. when we throw um, guests out on his R's, we should be even more proud because we're sending a message to people like Benny Thompson and Maxine Waters that the people decide, not you. That's right. And we're going to throw them out, Kim. It's just that simple. Amen, brother. Amen. And, and y'all, and, and last and certainly not me, you black folks, I don't want to hear another one of y'all say that this country has never made strides for you because that was a great victory for you. Those people with um, um, that a group that has protested that abortion clinic for decades endured kim it is endurance that wins battles that's right we should all be using it as a rally cry and as an example but when you endure something you win in the end that's regardless right. of the odds hey man thanks derek appreciate it you know what what the points derek's making folks let's go to the polls tomorrow let's add one more victory that'll be four victories in a row we got victory in prayer guns and abortion now let's get cassidy to victory tomorrow that's a victory for the people let's go to the polls let's take a break all right, folks, the final few minutes of the Kim Wade Show. Let's get Rick in here. Hey, Rick. <clears throat> What's going on, Kim? What's hey, up, Kim? Hey, brother. Man, that last caller got me fired up, brother. What about you? <laughs> yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. You know, it's funny. Mississippi has been mentioned a lot in the national news lately. Have you seen that? Have you, have you realized that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. With with the uh, Dobbs versus uh, Case, they went all the way to Supreme Court, and then, Lord have mercy, 
the last two baseball national champions came from Mississippi. There you go. We don't, we're on. We're winners. Shall be last. The last shall be first. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, actually, there is a message in there for a believer. This is the whole thing about it, folks. Sometimes you got to roll out without. I mean, our men and women. In, I, I remember when we were getting ready to go to war with Iraq, and they were talking about uh, the Republican Guard and all that. And I'm thinking to myself, man, if I'm a soldier, I don't want to be hearing all this crap about. Oh my God, it's going to be terrible. All these yeah. body bags, you know, but sometimes, man, you just got the man to put on your big boy pants and go out there and vote and do what you – again, let's add to the victories. We need victory well, number four tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what, if you read Clarence Thomas's opinion, he gave a little hint to everybody. He said, hey, you remember all those cases we wouldn't hear or all those cases that had a little <laughs> bit of uh, 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 questioning about the application of the United States Constitution – uh, see if y'all can bring them back up here. Let's look at them again. Oh, absolutely. And all it takes is one person who's determined to do what's right. Be that person tomorrow. Brother, we appreciate you, man. All right, man. Thank you so much. Folks, be that person tomorrow. Be that person who's determined to do what's right. Yeah, they may cheat. Yeah, they may get Democrats to cross over. But the God that I serve is well able to deliver the victory if we would but stand. Give him something to work through. This is one of the things I keep saying, man. We're Amer- That's what the FBI agent was saying. We're Americans. We rise to the occasion. Now, one thing I want to point out to you about the Cassidy interview. Did you notice this guy didn't stammer or stutter? He didn't say, uh, mm, uh, he didn't do any of that. His delivery was straightforward. You know, how, folks, being in radio all these years, I'm telling you something. When you believe something, you can hear it the way he speaks. You talk to Michael Guest. He's looking down at his shoes. He won't look you in the eye. He doesn't have an answer for half the crap that you ask him. And I'm saying, dude, you know what that means? So I'm just saying tomorrow, go with the right mic. You for term limits, this is an opportunity to do it. This is not an anti-guess. Guess has, this is a transgression you cannot tolerate. You don't let your spouse cheat on you and you say, oh, okay. No big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. This is a this is a Bo Bergdahl type move on his part. He didn't apologize for his vote. Folks, they plotted that vote for five months. They filed a lawsuit in February 16th of 2021. They formed a commission in June, late June of 2021. No, July. Yeah, late June, early to July of 2021. The J6 Commission. The lawsuit was filed, and the purpose of the J6 Commission was to find the evidence that the lawsuit alleged. They're framing people. That is not good. That's not cute. That's not funny. Whether you like Michael, would you tolerate him railroading people here in Mississippi when he was prosecuted? So why is it okay to to, uh, railroad some people that you don't know simply because you're getting a government contract or a grant? Come on, man. Everybody's in. You know what? Think about it. All of America's integrity is on display right now. These crazy pro-abortion folks, yours, mine, everybody. What do you believe? What will you stand for? When you put that vote in tomorrow, that's your signature too. What do you believe? Let's take a break. We'll be back in 22 hours. See you on the radio.